Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about NXT's shocked and frustrated reaction to Karrion Cross jobbing out on Raw. I've got an update for you on Keith Lee's status in WWE. I've got an update for you on Daniel Bryan's future in pro wrestling. And I've got another update for you on when Bray Wyatt could be returning to action. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. And these are the updates. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's about time we came up with more words for our titles on the website. Anyway, uh, let's kick things off by talking NXT's internal reaction to what happened with Karrion Cross on this week's episode of Raw. This is a report here from Fightful Select. Now, cast your minds all the way back to 36 hours ago when Karrion Cross debuted on Raw without Scarlett as his manager. Lost to Jeff Hardy, who cheated to win in one minute and 42 seconds or something like that. Uh, pretty cringe showing, uh, considering this guy was undefeated, unpinned, unsubmitted, all of that stuff in WWE up to that point. All of that gone, just lost <laughs> on his debut, poor fella. Um, but the Fightful Slide Report here talks about the reaction inside NXT. And it's not one of mad madness. So I've completely butchered that. It's mad. They're not mad. But they are disappointed. It's like the old thing dad says to you when you, I don't know, like throw an egg at your old school teacher's window or something. <laughs> hey, the, the, the whole thing is said to have caused like notable frustration because of the effort that's gone in to making Cross look so dominant. Guys like Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano all contributed to that. All these wrestlers who were, this is me editorializing here, all those wrestlers who were kind of sacrificed to the altar of Cross to build them up and everything. And then he goes to Raw and he loses in two minutes. So I think it's a fair bone of contention. Now, one of Fightful sources claimed that it felt like a message was being sent. That is something that has uh, also been reported by Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, made similar points to that effect. Um, it's a really strange situation, isn't it? Like, there's more comments here on how maybe this might be reflective of like higher ups in WWE's attitude towards NXT in general. Um, but it's clear that dominance in NXT isn't automatically going to mean dominance on the main roster, right? I would argue that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, the situation across on Raw was not good in the slightest. I've seen some people try and justify it as, well, Jeff Hardy's a former WWE champion and Cross is an NXT rookie and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, but that's not how you build stars. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this reaction, Adam? Well, I'm not surprised at all. 
No, exactly. I mean, we, we've seen the Czech history of NXT stars being brought up to the main roster and butchered there. But this really did feel, like you say, Andy, like a sort of statement of intent of uh, Vince and John Laurinaitis going, we'll show trips what happens when you come where the big boys play. Look at the adjective and all that. Um, I, I did like the reaction. I mean, the Dandy boys were reveling in what happened across yesterday. Matt Hardy was tweeting, wait, isn't my brother now NXT champion? And it was all sort of compounded by the fact that the preview to NXT last night was all like, oh, can anyone stop carrying cross? And I was like, yeah, Jeff Hardy in like two minutes. <laughs> So presumably now William Regal got his ass handed to him at the end of last night's show, spoiler alert, it is going to be Jeff Hardy who he brings in as the great equaliser. But yes, if you could get, you couldn't get more of a personification of, uh, yeah, this isn't just, you know, a feeder league for, for the main roster. This is, look, we'll pick who we like and we'll book them where we want, regardless of what you've been doing in storylines. I mean, we were discussing me and Hamlet on the preview yesterday about when they were like, Give me some of your best guys, Hunter. All right, well, I've got these two guys, but they're really, really in the midst of feuding. Make them a tag team. And then obviously Champa gets injured and that whole storyline gets blown out of the water. It is not the first time and it's certainly not going to be the last. But speaking of another former NXT champion who is now on the main roster, Keith Lee, he of course returned on Monday Night Raw, unsuc unsuccessful in his match uh, against Bobby Lashley. But according to an update from PW Insider, it is good news if you're a fan of Keith Lee on Monday Night Raw because he has been cleared for a full-time return to the ring. He's now going to basically continue as a member of the Raw roster. We're still kind of in the dark as to why he was missing since February, although he has previously promised to explain his absence when he's able to do so. I was disappointed, obviously, Andy, when he was brought back in front of his hometown. I mean, you should know what's going to happen when you come out in front of your hometown fans. And then subsequently went on to lose and was just used as a sort of springboard to, again, re-establish Lashley before that match against Goldberg at SummerSlam. But nevertheless, in the grander scheme of things, just great to see him back inside a wrestling ring. Yeah, absolutely. Good to have Keith Lee back. It was a concerning absence, I think, mm. because it was all, all so vague and everything. And obviously, like, if it's a health situation that has been reported, then that's his business and, you know, fair play. Like, no one can go, hey, Keith, tell me where you are. Yeah. But at the same time, as a fan, you're like, oh, this really sucks. Like, I really like Keith Lee and I hope nothing's wrong with him. Um, good to have him back. And, and yeah, the reintroduction wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, it would have been nice if he could have beaten somebody in his home state. Um, obviously, you don't expect him to beat Bobby Lashley, but looking against someone else, you know, there are options. There are always alternative routes to get somewhere uh, in pro wrestling. But yeah, just happy he's back and uh, looking forward to seeing what he does going forward. They cancelled plans for him to win the United States Championship earlier this year when he was taking off television uh, due, to, due to whatever kept him out. So maybe they'll go down that route again. That might be interesting. I was literally just uh, about to say that. Yeah, book him in there, have him come in and after Sheamus has murdered Umberto Carrillo for the millionth time, just come in and say, why don't you pick on someone your own size and then he spirit bombs that ginger prick all over the place. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Mask flies clean off his face. <laughs> uh, right, let's talk uh, Daniel Bryan. Hottest free agent in the sport? I think so. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time, of course. He's the hottest free agent in the sport, unless we're part of Brock Lesnar. But anyway, PW Insider have come through with an update on his status, specifically relating to WWE. Now, since Daniel Bryan left WWE a few months ago, constantly we've been talking about how he might go back, about uh, you know how he might just be taking some time away, using this to renegotiate or whatever. But there's uh, some things here that distance him from WWE somewhat. 
Most notably, there's been no internal discussion in the company of Daniel Bryan coming back, and he is not currently listed on the company's internal roster. His contract has, of course, expired. Uh, now, some within WWE have taken this to mean that he might be on his way to, or at least talking to AEW. There's no indication internally that this is the case, but obviously if AEW and Daniel Bryan were talking and he was going to come in, that would be like locked up, like Fort Knox, that secret. That's They're going to do everything in their power to avoid that getting out. Uh, there's some other bits and pieces here talking about how Brian's name wasn't listed on a list of talents that the company has plans for in terms of licensing and merchandising in this year and next year, and he's not going to be in an upcoming run of action figures either. So for now, it does look like there is still some considerable distance between Brian and WWE. Um, as time passes, you know, my initial feeling on this was that he was going to go back and and renegotiate a new role and everything else. It was talking about wanting to work with New Japan while with WWE. Um, but as time passes, I'm kind of leaning towards him going somewhere else. What do you think? Yeah, I'm completely there with you. I was exactly the same in terms of he's just going to have a bit of time off and then he's going to return in some capacity. And like you say, maybe the uh, the person who can forge that new relationship with other companies or whatever. But I know these reports seem to suggest otherwise. I know I've got a track record of saying things are a work and uh, what have you. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's a very exciting prospect. Either way, WWE will either have had their, you know, they're, they're reminded that what a talent they've got and they really do need to come to him with a great idea for him to return. Or he goes to AEW and there's some mouth-watering prospects there. My final prediction, and I'm just steaming this straight off Twitter, so I apologise to whoever tweeted this. Brad, Daniel Bryan will not be going to AEW. Brian Danielson might be, though, so who knows? Hey. We will keep you posted on any developments with that. Uh, and finally, let's talk about one Bray Wyatt, another update coming from Mike Johnson of PW Insider uh, regarding when we can expect him back in action. No idea uh, is the summary. Um, they are tight-lipped WWE sources on his absence. So he's not being held off uh, for creative issues due to him or The Fiend or anything like that. No word as to why he's been kept away. We obviously last saw him losing in six minutes against Randy Orton, I think it was, at WrestleMania 37. He popped up, obviously, on the Raw after that. So he would basically say, it's fine, I'm not bothered, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it. Um, but I think... I often say this, and uh, with all the crap going on with Alexa Bliss at the moment, it's probably best for everyone that he goes away for a while and then comes back. Make me miss you, Andy Murray. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, really strange situation, this Bray Wyatt deal, isn't it? Really, really strange indeed. Um, a guy that they invested so much time and effort into is now just not there. He's not doing anything. I think that they will see The Fiend and Bray Wyatt as somebody that they can bring back to a big reaction. I think they will. Obviously, it's comeback season at the moment. We've had Goldberg, we've had John Cena, probably going to get Becky Lynch soon. Um, they will maybe consider Bray Wyatt in that bracket of someone who can pop this whole season off. So I personally, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back soon. But it's just a strange run this has been. He's had one match, it was really weird, uh, WrestleMania. I can't imagine that even big time Fiend fans are particularly happy with what's happened to him this year. So uh, we'll see, but I think he'll be back soon. That's just my gut speaking. Yeah. I think he'll be back soon. Yeah, I could easily see him returning on the Raw or SmackDown after SummerSlam. Or the draft, I suppose. It's kind of yeah. weird to have supernatural powers able to be drafted, but I'm sure that 
progressive robot would be very jazzed if they can sign him up for something like that. <laughs> right, let's move on to your Twitter questions at what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Denny starts us off today saying, I really want uh, Robert Roode and Shelton Benjamin to go to NXT. I just feel like they'd be much more appreciated there. Thoughts? Yeah, I think they'd be two leading candidates that a lot of people would have when you talk about the idea of like veteran talent going down and working with the younger people and putting them over and giving them things they can learn from. I think that's two very great picks, actually. Uh, Robert Roode obviously has some some tenure in NXT. He's a former NXT champion. Shelton Benjamin is uh, he's a veteran. He's a guy who for, I don't know, like 20 years, people have considered someone who's been held back and everything else and maybe not done as much as he could. I think it'd be a great place for both of them. I agree entirely. And uh, if you're going to talk about sending people down as well, honestly, the Dirty Dogs together with yeah. Ziggler as well, I think they could go through a lot of people. Yeah, Ziggler is often a name I mentioned when talking about people who'd be well utilised down in NXT. He's a cocky, arrogant bastard of saying like, you bloody rookies, I'll show you sort of thing. So I completely agree. Either that, or if you're going to take someone down from the main roster, I'd have Kyle O'Reilly win the NXT Championship, maybe even at TakeOver 36, I believe they announced uh, on last night's show on the Sunday after SummerSlam. And then the uh, the Tuesday after that, he's there, he's having this big celebration. Yeah, I finally did it. Brock Lesnar comes down and murders everyone. Every single person in NXT. I want Drake Maverick, I love him, but I want him to be F5 to the moon to use a catchphrase of someone else in NXT. Uh, second question today comes from Matt Ryan, aka Aussie Dead. Says, which pay-per-view stages, e.g. the SmackDown Fist, would be in your Mount Rushmore for pay-per-view stages? Oh, man. I mean, there's <laughs> so many wacky WCW ones in particular. Uh, Bash of the Beach when it was an actual beach. Yes. Awesome. Go, go all in on the gimmick, man. Go all out. Get some sand, get some deck chairs. Make it look like you're at the beach, brother. It's good stuff. Yeah, I, we, were trying to, we were discussing this beforehand. I couldn't remember which one it was where they literally had a pool at ringside. And there was definitely a spot where someone was going to get thrown in and all the other wrestlers were told, do not go in the water. And you can see one of them trying to get another one in going, don't make me do this. Uh, obviously, the first one we went to uh, when we were chatting about this, when we only saw your question there, Matt, it's Halloween Havoc. It's obviously Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Bring back the giant pumpkin. Uh, alongside that, I think we also said the, uh, what are these? Swinging Blades from Backlash, which we still can't remember whether someone actually did a spot of or we've just sort of dreamt that into reality. Yeah, we'll throw in the classic in your house set design there as well, because how the hell can we not? There's loads and loads. Like every WrestleMania yeah, one is yeah, yeah. huge every year. But that kind of goes by default. But those are some of our particular favorites. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to count wrestle on you. That's cheating. Uh, but yeah, let us know yours in the comments section below. And we'll conclude with this question from Chris Savage. I've been looking forward to your reaction to this all day, Andy. What do you guys think <laughs> about Alexa Bliss using her powers to do a Freaky Friday body switch between Eva Marie and Dudra? Um... And finally. Don't give them ideas. Please do not give them ideas, Chris. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally and a shout out for uh, Hangman Page. He's going to be doing some sort of cameo style videos uh, on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Go check it out, ProWrestlingTees.com. Shout out to the guys uh, who shared this. Uh, strike Gently on uh, Reddit who shared this on Squared Circle. He's going to be doing yeah cameo videos on the uh, PWTs. 
with half the proceeds going to scholarship programs for the school he attended and taught at, and the other half going to him because he's, in his own words, a greedy little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy, isn't he, man? He's a great guy. He's uh, a great follow on Twitter as well. So yeah. there you go. Interesting take on uh, Jeff Bezos and spot on take to be fair on him going into yes. space in his what can only be described as cock rocket. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cult Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Got the NXT review and the AW Dynamite preview ahead of. What is it? Fighter Fest Night 2 tonight. There's so many shows That's going on at the moment. Uh, plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE on Twitter. Watch you there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Hoover. As in Hoover, you up, pal. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Adam Wilmore. <laughs> at WhatCultureWWE. But now my thanks to Andy Murray, it's Hoover. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies... I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.